Give us the ability to talk. Who, who gives who gives men the ability to talk? He said to Moshe. He said to Moshe. Very clearly. So, if I can't talk today, then it's Boreolam. So okay, you will talk, and you're gonna teach us as you do okay. every day. We begin. We begin Parashat Balak. If if Adam teaches, I can't upload it. It would go against the style of the class. People would say, <coughs> I would get censored. What is going on? No, no, we talk enough about cancel culture on Sunday that we know that's not a, it's not a good thing. Parashat Balak. We're beginning Parashat Balak. Mm-hmm. Where, what was the last thing we did in Parashat Chukat? The last thing we did, let me go back. The end of Parashat Chukat, what, what occurs? The, the wars. The wars, exactly. Yes, the, the wars, wars against the which wars. kingdom? The kingdom. The Amorite kings Amor- of Sichon and Og. Yes. We went to Sichon. They didn't um, want to, but they, they were forced to. Right. So we went to Edom. We asked if we could pass to, through Israel. They said no. The north. So we go around from the east up north, past Moab, past uh, Ammon, and we go to the Amorite kings that are further north, that are Sichon and Og. They come out to do battle against us. Yeah, no choice. So then we destroy them and we inhabit their cities. And we and said, we, this is the first time. And we the people asked Hashem, please deliver them to in our hands. That was, that was, that was, which war? <laughs> that was before that even. That was. They learned to pray directly to Hashem. Hold on. Without Moshe. Yeah, but which war was that? That was, that was the Kenani king of Arad. That was even before these oh, wars. Okay. Okay. That was something else. So we had the Kenani king of Arad. He came and he took captives from Israel. Yeah. Then B'nai Israel, they prayed to Borei Olam and they won the war without the help of Moshe even. We said that was a very seminal moment in their development. Mm-hmm. But then towards the end of the parasha, with the help of Moshe, they conquered Sihon and they conquered Og. Both of the kings of the Emori. Now why is it important that they're the kings of the Emori? As I said on Sunday, because in the book of Shofetim, in the, Yifta, the story of Yiftah HaGiladi, B'nai Israel, uh, or they're going to be challenged by the king of Ammon, not the Amorites, but Ammon, descendant of Lot. And the king of Ammon is going to claim that they stole, they stole their land. Ammon's land. But really, where did B'nai Israel get the land from? The Amorites, Sihon and Og. Yeah, and they had taken it from Moab and from Ammon. So that's the backstory there. But now that B'nai Israel have finally settled in these cities, and they're at peace, but they've shown their strength. Now, who would, who would get nervous? Yes, Balak is Balak. so nervous. Balak, the king of Moab, would get yes. nervous. And that's why we begin with Parshat Balak. Okay? Balak son of Tsipor, he saw everything that the Jews did to the Amorites. And Moab feared the people, for they were very many. Mm-hmm. And they became disgusted because of Israel. Where have we seen these words before? <clears throat> disgusted? I don't know. Wow. The Mitzrim. Ah. The Mitzrim, very early when, they, when it says, When it says, 
then when the Jews they multiplied and became very numerous. Oh. And then Paro says, lest they become too many. Then they'll go against us and we will have to, we'll, they will leave our land. So it's similar, um, similar responses. They see Bnei are very many and they become disgusted. Even though we are the smallest in the world. <laughs> yeah, because we also live in these, we're the smallest in the world, but then we'll take over neighborhoods and we'll become uh, many in. <coughs> no, also, also you could just say, if you want to be sick to the Peshat, I don't know how big Moab was of a nation, but maybe uh, whenever people in Gaza, they look at Israel today, we look like we're gigantic yeah, enemies correct. because, because correct. we're much more, numbered much more than that. One, one, of, one of the things, so I'll, I'll, another thing is very interesting, by the way, why B'nai Israel keep being featured as a numerous people in the Torah is because... Um, Especially back then, but even today, more primitive societies are very tribal. So you don't have nation states back then. What do you have? Yes, tribes. You have tribes. Correct. Tribes of hundreds of people. That's it. Even in 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 um in all of the Arab lands today, for example, if you go, I once somebody was once explaining, um, who's that person that Rabbi Tom uh, talks about a lot? Mordechai Kedar. Yeah, he gave a lecture where he was explaining the nature of the Arab lands in the Middle East, and he was explaining that even in Syria or even in, in Israel, today. they have, you think it's like, oh, Syrian people have loyalty to the Syrian flag. Nobody cares about Syria. There are like 15 different tribes in Syria. And, and each, each tribe is a nation. Yeah, each one only cares about themselves. So in the Torah's time, when people were, obviously when the idea of a nation state, like a 300 million person country like, like the United States, what didn't exist, you're gonna have very small tribes, and then Bnei Israel are unique in the fact that they are united as descendants of one man and one family, despite their size. You know, in normal under normal circumstances, every single tribe would just be its own little country, and then none of them would be too intimidating. Okay, so pasuk four. Moab says to the elders of Midian, I say, now they're going to come and lick up all of our surroundings, just like an ox licks up the green of a field. And when an ox eats the green of the field, they uproot the green entirely and there's nothing left. And Balak ben Sipor, the son of Sipor, was king of Moab at that time. Okay, so what's going on so far? We were introduced to Balak. And then we say that they got very scared of Bnei Israel, so they went to the elders of Midian, and they asked. They said, "Bnei Israel are going to destroy they're, us." They're, they're, they're enemies, and they got right. together. Right, wait. So you're go, you're jumping into Midrashim. Oh, Hold sorry. on, and then we, we wait on the Midrashim. You first have sorry. to see the Peshat. Oh, you're gonna learn by now. Two years of two years of batting away the Midrashim in, in favor of the Peshat. And still kidding, kidding. Um, okay, and then it said at the end. Balak, son of Tzipor, was king of Moab at that time. First of all, why is it telling us that now? Not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. Uh, I think he just says he's the son of Tzipor. 
Yeah, all it said at the beginning is Balak was a son of Tzipor. Then it tells us that he was the king of Moab. You didn't give a status, at that time. you're right. So there are a few questions here. So I'm going to use the Midrashim to answer them. Because I, I like the Midrashim, so I was actually kidding with Jack and Law. Um, <laughs> first of all, via, uh, that the Moab people went to Midian. Why would they go to Midian to ask for advice on how to deal with Bnei Israel? Because maybe they know that Moshe, the leader of Bnei Israel, is a Midianite. Yeah, because he went he, Moshe he spent it. most of his life in Midian. Yes, took his wife So they're there. going to the people who recognize Moshe, the leader of these unique and strong people, and they say, who, what is this, what's the deal with, this, with these people? It's, it makes sense to go to Midian. Another Midrash, by the way, we know that Moab and Midian were always at, at, at odds. They're always fighting. And they found some common ground over here. And then and the Midrash says that they found common ground because of the common enemy, which is very typical. You know? Yes, today is the same. It's like, uh, why, why, do, why do LGBTQ people and, and Palestinians get in the same bed? Because they both hate Jews. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. There's a joke. There's a joke of the, the there's a lot of like LGBTQ uh, um, for, for Palestine, you know, there are a lot of groups like that. So there's a joke, like a meme that goes around. It's like chickens for KFC or something. Mm-hmm. Or like trees for deforestation. Hamevin yavin. Okay. Um, next. Um, what, what, why does it say, Balak ben Sipor Melech Lemoav Ba'etahi? Why does it say Balak was king of Moab at that time? The Midrashim say because they appointed him because of this specific thing. Oh, meaning he was not... He, he was, was not, not supposed to... No, he, they, like they say a... he was a prince of Midian, actually. He was not a king. He oh. made He's a prince of Midian, and then they appointed him as king he... over Moab because of... Because his rise of... to power was his rally against the Jews. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yes, his yes, rise yes. To power. Wow, so it's an interesting, interesting idea. I like wow. the way you said it. His rise to power was his rally against the... So exactly. this was actually how he... He did it because of this, not because he was scared. Yeah. Okay. Self-interest. Pasuk hey. Vayishlach malachim el bil'am ben be'or petora asher al hanahar eretz b'nei ammo likro lo. Oh, by the way, this is another reason they say that Balak wasn't a native Moab person. Because he sends messengers to bil'am to petor, that's by the river, mm-hmm. probably somewhere in Mesopotamia, mm-hmm. like t- Tigris, Euphrates, one of those. Eretz b'nei ammo likro lo, the land of his people. To call him. Oh, so they hear. Who is his people? It's referring to Balak. Yes. So the land of his own people. So how is the peop- person who lives by the Euphrates, whose people are by the Euphrates or wherever, uh, somewhere in Mesopotamia, how, yeah. how can he be the king of Moab? So they say, oh, they appointed him. His rallying cry against the Jews is what caused him to become king, even though he was from the east somewhere. But he knows this person, Bilam, because he, because he comes from because there. he comes from there. Thirty-eight, thirty-nine years removed. From Yitzhak Mitzrayim over here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying nobody over here was around. Nobody had a little uh, story or a legend of these Jews. That of course lied, they did. Yet they still wanted to take a shot at them. You could see by the nature of the shot they're taking at the Jews how scared they are. Because Sihon and all came out to do battle. And I was like, can't, we can't even fight these people. We need, we need to try another yes, thing. Said, in fact, lick us. in is, fact, one of the Midrashim... They don't even need, don't even need to use force. In they fact, in fact one of the midra- the, that Midrash that talks about why they went to the elders of Midian, it actually gives more of the backstory of what they said. It said they go to the people of Midian and they say, where is the strength of these people coming from? Where is the strength of the Jews coming from? And they say their leader, Moshe, uh, he, he has a way with words. 
His strength comes from his tongue, his power of tefillah, his communication with Borei Olam. So they said, okay, if that's it, we need to find someone who can counter Moshe uh, in terms of his ability to speak. Okay? So, so he sends, Balak sends to Bilam to call him to say, There's a people that left Egypt, they are covering the eye of the land and they are dwelling opposite me. Meaning they, they're coming here and they're covering, uh, they're covering a lot of territory and now they're here right in front of me. Please come and curse these people for they are stronger than I am. Maybe I could strike them and I'll chase them out of the land. For I know that whoever you bless is blessed and that whoever you curse, is cursed. is cursed. What is interesting about calling Bil'am, the person who is being hired to curse B'nai Israel, the man, the man who whoever he curses gets cursed and whoever he blesses gets blessed. What, what's the irony in calling Bil'am, the one who wants to curse the Jews, at the end he didn't curse. by that description? Oh, because you already you already saying that instead of cursing, you were, you were blessing. Why? No, no, no. There's, there's, an, there's an irony from another pasuk in the Torah. Hint, hint to Avraham Avinu. Yeah. To Avraham Avinu. Oh, if you... Boreolam, yeah, when he was... Uh, when he took when the wife, the wife. When he speaks to Avraham... No, oh, I think it's when earlier. When he's traveling, when he's earlier. He says, Anyone who blesses you, I will bless. Is cursing you, I will curse. you, I will curse. So what's... So this is... This is... Blessing them that protect them. That is brilliantly... Making Balak Mac. approach Bilam with something that we already know no. to be the opposite. Meaning, Balak is going to Bilam saying, we, I know the person you curse is cursed and the person you bless is blessed. Now, what did Bore Olam already tell us to Avram Avinu about Ben Israel? Anyone, anyone who curses. And anybody you? who curses you is going to be cursed. Yes. Anybody who blesses you will be blessed. Totally the opposite. Meaning, meaning, it's not Bilam who does any of this, it's Bore Olam. You know, that's the Chidush. Oh, Bilam just had. Learn some uh, loopholes and shortcuts on how to tap into that. Bilam, so, so, okay, so, so a question on, on Bilam's um, capabilities. To what extent is Bilam a charlatan and to what extent is he a true Navi? It's a machloket. It's a machloket in the Rishonim. Um, a lot of, I think, I think what the Ramban says, he's a true sorcerer. I think the Ramban says a that. Sorcerer is not I a doubt, Navi. I doubt Maimonides Ramban would have said that Bilam was a true sorcerer. A lot of, I, I, I'm going to try to go with the approach that Bil'am is less of a capable sorcerer. The, the question is, to what extent is he actually getting nivuah? And to what extent are the nivuot that we see in Parshat Balak, are they just because Borelam wanted to teach this foolish guy a lesson? When you say sorcerer, also let's say, Haro also had these like, Yes, half, and half even those, it's a machloket. If they're actually true sorcerers, or for a sleight of hand, meaning they were able to predict that a child will be born, they couldn't pinpoint. Exactly. These are all midrashim. Yeah. It's all midrashim. So you have to see whether the peshat is not so clear. The sorcerers of Egypt. In fact, if you look at the peshat of the psukim in relation to the sorcerers of Egypt, it seems like all of the the makot or the, the first few makot when they're trying to copy Borei Olam, the point of the psukim is to make fun of them. 
Like, look how little they can actually do. These they're people doing, can't. Doing it also here. These people, with they the, can't. With a donkey. If, 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 the, if the magic trick doesn't match what their skill set already has, they can't do the magic trick, meaning it's completely. They won't even get out of bed. They, 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 they can't, right. They won't even try because they know they can't do it. Meaning, if you look at the Peshat of the Psukim, it seems like it's trying to make fun of the sorcerers of Egypt, not, not to show that they actually had any powers. The same thing. The approach I want to take is to try to see, try to imagine Bilam not as someone with actual magical capabilities, but someone who is trying, who is a famed psychic or whatever, or somebody who's who's a palm reader. Yeah, he's a palm reader kind of guy. And then why does he get nivuah? That's because it's in a specific case where Boreolam wants him to get nivuah in the Zikhut of Bnei Israel. Yes. It has so nothing to do with so, him. So, so nothing to do with his merit. It's almost to show... Like, to yes. show uh, now, this is not all... all some Rishonim say he's a great uh, Navi. He was on the same like level of Moshe Rabbeinu. Yes, uh, I don't know why. I believe that, but... I, I'm, I'm not going to go with that, that uh, interpretation. I want to try to understand also, the text. I think it's also because Hashem thing. wants to show us. He wants to show us that... Uh, Okay, so finally, so the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian go with their with their magic magical items in their hands. And they come to Bilam and they speak to him the words of Balak. Balak. Okay, so uh, we we're setting up the irony of Boreolam already said the Bnei Israel, whoever blesses us will be blessed, and now someone is going to try to curse us, and we're going to see who's who is more powerful. The curse of the magician or, or the promise of Boreolam. Wow. Oh, you gotta give him some credit because it seems like they're the first enemy that actually realizes that we can't we can't take them on. That we gotta we gotta figure out something. It, almost, yeah. it, it seemed like magic to them that a different approach. A different approach. I, I agree with you, but also you could see the fact that they they live right to the south of where Bnei Israel is currently settled. They don't want to go to war with Bnei Israel. I mean, if Sihon and Og didn't try and fail, then maybe they would have tried. But. Sihon and Og were probably even more powerful than us. I think for, for back then... Okay. Yes. Let Rabbi Moshe take the stages were that much... The Jews were that much greater in number? 100%, I think so. Uh, for what I described. Because these are all tribal people. Yeah. How, how are there, from just on the eastern half of the Jordan River, you have Edom, Moab, Amon, Midian, uh, Sihon, and Og. That's like six nations. In, in what, like... 50 miles? Yeah. We learned that they were tribal. They were. They're, they're very, definitely very tribal. And then, and then if you look in Sefer Yoshua, how many kings did they conquer in, in, in Eretz Canaan? In the land of Canaan, meaning in modern day Israel? 31. 31 nations in, in Eretz Israel. Which is a little and, it, and back then they didn't build up. Yeah. They didn't build but skyscrapers. Dots. So it must be very small, all these people. Okay, Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.